assistant manager, it said. Oh boy, my turn. Fegan shoved me through the door. Prepare to meet your doom, he growled. I wasn't entirely convinced he was joking. What's your name? asked the manager, who turns out to be a woman about mum's age. Cromart. Your real name? Cromley. And do you have a first name? I do, but they'd have to torture me to make me say it. I'd forgotten that Fegan went through my pockets when he nabbed me and found my wallet. It's Charles, as in Prince. He laughed, and if I wasn't already in enough trouble, I'd have kicked his fat butt. Well then, Max, what has Charles Gromley, nicknamed Gromit, been up to? He was switching signs, making the Mountain of Terror sign point towards the Lethal Looper and vice versa, said Fegan. He's one of our saboteurs, then. Looks like it, Mrs Walters. He'd already changed five other signs before we caught him. Mrs Walters narrowed her eyes and looked at me like I bite the heads off chickens for fun. There's been too much of this lately. Sabotage, that's what it is. We're losing business. Last week, someone locked all the cubicles in the men's toilet from the inside. We had a dozen poor fellows busting to go, and all the time the cubicles were empty. That sort of thing can give Scream World a bad reputation. I tried to control the muscles at the corners of my mouth, but it was no use. I kept seeing these men dancing from one leg to another and going red in the face. Mrs Walters guessed what was going on. You did it! Look at his face, Max, he's smirking! I had to nod because it was true. So now I'm in trouble for two crimes. You lit the fire in the ghost train as well, didn't you? No! I'd never do that. That was dangerous. I saw it on the news. People could have been killed. I'd only ever do joke stuff, like those signs. Max, the security man, didn't believe me, but Mrs Walters did. She told him to back off while she checked me over with her eyes. How do you do it, Grummet? Max and his men have security cameras all over the park, but you'd already changed five signs before he caught you. It's not so hard. I know where those cameras are. You can see them move. I just wait until they're pointing the other way. It's the same with the guys like him. I crooked my thumb and pointed towards Max Fegan, who was brewing up the dirtiest look I've ever seen on a human being. They're easy to spot because of the uniforms. Suddenly, Max didn't look quite so angry. In fact, he was smirking. Why is that, I wondered. Then it hit me. Of course, there are a few plainclothes guys as well, but they all stand out like a pimple on the end of your nose. My mates and I play a game, picking them out. Too easy. Max was back to hating me with a red-hot sizzle. Well, I'll call the police now, Mrs Walters. She had gone back to sit behind her desk. This time she was thinking hard and staring at me. No, I have a better idea. She leaned forward, resting her elbows on the desk. Gromit, how would you like to be an undercover agent? Chapter 2 It's been happening for weeks now, said Mrs Walters. We were still in her office. In fact, she had invited me to sit in a comfortable chair while she explained. First, a safety rail came loose on the Mountain of Terror. Then the refrigerator that holds all the ice cream was switched off overnight. Have you ever seen 5,000 litres of ice cream that you could row a boat in?
Finally, there was the fire in the ghost train. Someone's out to make us look bad, said Max. Yes, and they're doing a good job. People read about the accidents in the newspaper and then they stay away or go somewhere else to have a day out. I've been manager of Scream World for ten years. I love to see people having fun. I just had Ben Toppler in here. He wants to increase our ticket prices. If we don't, he says we'll have to close down in a month. We'll find who's doing it, Mrs Walters. We don't need any help from troublemakers like this young fool. She held up her hand to make him stop. You're doing your best, Max, I know. But I'm getting desperate. It's time to try something unusual. The boy's clever, he's got a sharp eye, and no one will suspect he's working for us. But he'll let you down. I was a policeman for twenty years before I started as a security guard. His sort always stuff up. Well, if he does, you'll be there to catch him, she said. Max looked like he couldn't wait. Seeing the grin of pleasure on his face, I know how a bowl of chips feels at a party. Life expectancy zero. So it's agreed, said Mrs Walters. There are two weeks of holiday left before school starts. Again, you come in every day and look for suspicious characters or anyone up to no good. They won't notice you because you blend in so well with the crowds. She looked at Max Fegan as she said this. The only crowd he could blend in with was a bunch of wrestlers from WWF. Mrs Walters fixed her eyes on me, and suddenly she looked just as mean as Max. If you don't cooperate, Charles Gromley, or if you get up to any mischief, I'll call in your parents, the police, the army, the air force, and anyone else who wants to squash a grommet. I started the next day. As we didn't have a clue who the enemy was, only Mrs Walters and Max Fegan knew about me. That was good in some ways, in other ways not so good. It would have been cool to have a badge or something I could flash when I needed to go into a restricted area. I daydreamed about this. I saw myself walking up to a line of that yellow tape they used to mark off the scene of a crime. A policeman would try to stop me ducking under it and I'd get out this badge and say, It's OK. I am Special Agent Gromit. Now, take me to the body. But I had nothing like that, and I had to buy my own lunch. I started looking out for suspicious people. This was my first surprise. There were dozens, no, hundreds of suspicious-looking people all over Scream World. One guy stood next to the same rubbish bin for 40 minutes. I watched him. He had sunglasses and a hat down so low I couldn't see his face. He was wearing long socks with sandals. You can't get much weirder than that, if you ask me. He kept looking at his watch and getting more anxious and angry. I was about to warn Max that this guy probably had a bomb in the rubbish bin when three kids came up to him and he suddenly turned into an ordinary father. It wasn't a very happy one either, judging by the spray he gave his kids. This was bad enough, but the worst thing about looking for suspicious people was who looked most suspicious. It was kids like me. I spotted a bunch of five guys, 14 years old maybe, they were giggling and shoving each other in the shoulder and checking around them every few seconds to see if anyone was watching. They're planning something, I told myself. I followed them for an hour. They went on the lethal looper and the gut churner and shook up their Coke bottles so foamy brown liquid sprayed everywhere when they opened them. They laughed so much at this I thought they'd faint. What was so funny? A bit of Coke gets wasted. It's not exactly sabotage. 
but when the guys arrived at the panther prowl, I thought, this is it. The panthers have their own enclosure with fences and a wide ditch keeping them in. I expected the boys to chuck food over the ditch or shout wildly at the big cats to stir them up. Nothing. They just kept looking around as though they couldn't believe there were no teachers or parents to tell them to stand up straight, tuck their shirts in and generally behave themselves. Freaks? If they'd put their caps round the right way, they wouldn't look like they were guilty of something. Chapter 3 Since I was at the Panther Prowl, I thought I would take a closer look. It was just the kind of place to sabotage after all. Imagine if those big cats got loose. The enclosure had fences cleverly hidden in the bush at the sides, but at the back there was a high rock wall. A gate was set in this wall for the handlers to come and go. I followed the paths round behind the enclosure, but to get any closer I had to walk down a lane for delivery trucks. At the end I found a door with staff only painted on it. Well, I was staff now, so in I went. There was nothing much to see. Just one of those huge walk-in fridges like butchers have, and another door for the vet this time. I walked a bit further, then froze on the spot. One of the panthers had let rip with a roar that turned my guts to jelly. Luckily, it was a long way off from the enclosure on the far side of the wall. I'd seen enough, though, and the prospect of meeting one of those panthers at close range had begun to worry me. I turned and headed back the way I had come. Five metres short of safety, a paw fell on my shoulder. Or at least I thought it was a paw. It was certainly heavy enough. What are you doing in here?